All right. Yeah, here we We're go. We're doing it. The wrap up again. <laughs> Technically episode two, but we'll see how episode one turned out. <laughs> yeah, retweet. We have to see if it's salvageable. That's really debatable. Yeah. 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 That, That's some quality content. Any crinkling on my end is, is Taco Bell for anybody listening. Yep. I mean, Taco Bell sponsors. They're our everything. first sponsor. Powered by Taco Bell. Our first and yeah. only. This episode is brought to you by Taco Bell. <laughs> Live Moss. <laughs> Live Moss. What if we just advertise for a brand over and over and over? And Dude, but that's what... There's this, there's this great podcast by these guys called the McElroy Brothers. There's these comedians. And the entire concept is it's them saying how they got into the movie Trolls 2, even though they haven't gotten to Trolls 2 yet. <laughs> so it's just like them convincing people to get in, they should get into Trolls 2. And I'm sure it's going to work. What a play. <laughs> yeah. Did you just plug another podcast on our podcast, by the way? Yo, yeah, I think so. Fuck, I think fuck I did. Episode yeah. one. <laughs> I'm creating Epis- a podcast ep- episode network one already. One yeah. B. One B. <laughs> Take two. Yeah, we'll we'll eventually get to a point where we start doing episodes where everyone has Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, it's not. That's when you know the synergy. So it's happening. not my fault. It's just that I was at the gym late, so nothing else was open. You know, like obviously I had to go for Taco Bell. Yeah, but there's never. You don't have to make an excuse for getting Taco Bell. It's always no. The no but I had I, this is what I need it. an excuse for. I got Baja Blast. Is my weakness. What? Ah, you don't need an excuse for that either. You're going to Taco Bell, <laughs> dude. But the, you can't the, get that the, at Wendy's. <laughs> Well, what's whack is now they sell Baja Blast at like r- normal grocery no stores way. and shit. You're right. That guess they do. It's I, a saw game it, changer. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Literally, I, like I take l- one to work. <laughs> yeah. Last weekend, I created a, a mimosa, but I used Baja Blast instead of orange juice. <laughs> instead of orange juice, that's not a mimosa. <laughs> that's a game what, changer. What do you want to call it? A Baja Mosa or something? I don't know. Mimosa. But orange juice is not carbonated. So you took something carbonated and you poured it into something carbonated. All right, and I didn't know we had a fucking. I didn't know we had a fucking mixologist. Over <laughs> That's like here. mixing okay. beer and champagne and calling it a mimosa. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. A, I'm not a, a an artist of the alcohol. Okay, I just drink what tastes good. I always thought you were. <laughs> That's what we were led to believe when we invited you on our podcast, Arvin. Yeah, you well, are our official <laughs> artist. Mistakes were made then, for sure. All right, Remy, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about? Well, we have several topics of conversation, so it's a debate on which one we want to go for. So what do you guys want to start with? You guys want to talk about Yay? Yeah. Or do you want to talk about Kids See Ghosts? I'm I'm down to talk Yay first, because I think that's the most relevant. Yeah, plus our new podcast art reflects the Yay album cover. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to change every time there's a new album. <laughs> what? Yeah, because, because Actually, we're behind. A bipolar, it's bipolar album covers, just like Kanye's album is a bipolar person making music. <laughs> Absolutely. We actually got to update it. We got to all take a Nas-style pick. Match his album art. Uh, I, I haven't listened to it yet. I don't know if that's a good album or not. So I listened to it. The beat, the beats were all right. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's pro. I just assume it's him promoting Hennessy for like twelve songs. <laughs> it's only seven. Okay, here's my thing about the Kanye productions on all of these albums. 
I like Kanye as a producer. I think he's one of the best ever. But these 21 consecutive tracks may be just so sick of Kanye as a producer. Really? Yeah, just through week on week on week of like basically the same style of beats. You're right. You're right. I don't know. I like, I like, uh, I definitely like Yay and Kid See Ghost. I thought the beats were kind of the similar style on the Nas album, but, um, it's the frustrating thing for me was that they, each album is seven songs and they're like yeah. 22 minutes yeah. each. And I was like, oh my goodness. I, I wanted so much more. I mean, I'll be real though. I didn't want more of Ye. You didn't? I thought Ye was just, yeah, dude. I thought it was just bad. I wanted more I of the uh, back half of Ghost Town. That, that's right. That's what I wanted more. I wanted more of Ghost Town. I wanted more like uh violent crimes like those were violent crimes made, oh my god it was unbelievable mm-hmm. i guess to me it's just like at this point i think he should just produce i mean I did you feel like he had he had any good bars on that album violent crimes that's, that's crime. because that's a lyrical one i don't I'm trying to remember, like, Violent Crimes. That was the one about the daughters. Yeah. Yo, but that, is this the one with Nicki Minaj on it? Well, yes, her voicemail. Yeah, that one. Yeah, dude, I don't know, because to me, the, like, basic idea of that, out of that, like, entire track was kind of like, oh, I want my daughter to be kind of like Nicki, except, like, be less of a thought, which I feel like was, like, kind of not empowering to women at all like he was kind of like saying like oh yeah i know how guys think and they're gonna be shitty it was like it was like a really regressive song i guess i would say like it didn't feel like kanye was out here like showing like he gets what it's like to be a dad (laughs) i don't think it was that i think yeah i thought it was i thought it was like showing the protective side of being a father like how you want to not because you know how dudes be you know Especially, I guess, like, Arvin, I guess. I guess you would have had to be a dude like that. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shots fired. <laughs> I guess you'd have to be a man to understand this album, so you wouldn't get it. <laughs> I liked it lyrically. I thought it was just, I thought it was really, really real. It wasn't like... It wasn't trying to do too much. It was just trying to be kind of like just saying what he felt. I felt it was like no bullshit, like just straight exactly what he was feeling. There wasn't a single wasted word. Yeah, I I, yeah. I, I thought it was pretty good. I think the wasted words were Nikki's uh, voicemail <laughs> at the end that just felt awkward. Did you go- ghostwrite <laughs> yeah. that? Like, that's the question, right? Well, I mean, I don't know, because why would Nikki ghostwrite lines about like, I want you, I want a daughter like Nikki. She gonna be a monster, but no. That's menages. what. Why would Nikki? Dude, that's take, what that voicemail was. Right? Wasn't that her saying like, "Yo, like, let him this hear is this. what the words should be, Kanye." Like, wasn't that her saying, "Yo, like, you should make it this." Yeah, hmm. I think so. But maybe uh, I, I didn't. I didn't think it was that, but it, it could be. I'm not really sure. You start the first song. I don't... <laughs> Like we never do. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe it goes goes sequentially through the album. I mean, we can do it. I the first track is weird to me. I liked, I liked it. it. It was weird. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I guess it was just like, I mean, it's not, it's not even really a song. I mean, he got out Francis in the lights, who I think is dope. That's like Chance's dudes. They were, they were on, uh, friends with Chance. Yeah. They like toured with Chance. They're really good. May I have this I like dance? appreciated that. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. I mean, it was definitely he was he was spitting this like um basically like acknowledging that he's bipolar, I guess. Would you say that's like the main point of the first song? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But but it, but he was showing that it's not like it wasn't like a suicidal thing. It was that he was like partially like a maniac, well, right? That's like, what like hypomanic is like bipolar too, which is like hypomanic slash depressive, which is really really common in america but also really 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 common in a lot of big reputation like politicians entrepreneurs musicians actors so i understand where he's coming from from that standpoint about like the bipolar stuff but i didn't really feel like i don't i feel like we already knew that right yeah yes I mean, and he was, no because like i think it had been you know, in the ether, but I don't know if it was like he'd ever confirmed. Even in this, though, he's like, know, he was bipolar. I felt like I get what he's trying to say about like, I thought about killing you, but when he said, I love me uh, way more than I love you, so if I thought about killing myself, I definitely thought about killing you. I felt like that was backwards of his point because at the beginning, he's like, when you love something a lot, it means you think about killing it. And then he's, he was trying to say later that. His logic was backward. I think it flipped part with Doom. So it's confusing to me. This this whole track. Yeah, I thought I thought it was kind of confusing too, because it sh- it shows like his like egotistical side with the like I love myself way more than I love you, but then he flipped it again where he was ready to kill. Do- also, who do you think this is about? Is it is the you just anybody or is it like Kim or or his daughter? Oh shit. I haven't even heard a theory that it's Kim. Right? I mean, who, who, well, who, yeah, who else be? would it be? I, I, like, are you saying the person who he's speaking to at the yeah. beginning? Does it, does it have to be someone, or is it, like... I general? thought he was talking to himself. Like, he's saying, like, I am, I am, like, my manic self when I'm manic, and I'm, like, my, my, like, normal me when I'm, when I'm normal, oh, shit. when I'm not manic. And he's saying, like, I want to kill either. There's two ways. Like, one is, like, I'm the manic me and I want to kill normal me. Or I'm the normal me and I want to kill manic me. And knowing what we know about how Kanye's acted recently, I definitely think it was, I'm the manic me and I want to kill normal me. I did not even realize that. No, I didn't either. Makes so much sense. I mean, that's what I thought. Because, like, bipolar, literally, it's like two poles. Like, your your personality is in two. Like, when you're manic and when you're not. I'm like, those are two different people. Oh, wow. That was... That's way deeper than <laughs> We were just like, is that Cam? Boy, I feel dumb. Now, everything I said earlier is wrong. I have to re-listen to this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's still stuff that didn't make total sense. Because, like... It's like... I, I, I think he... Because I think it makes more sense when he talks about, like... Saying, like, I love myself way more than I love you. And, like, I don't think he'd say that shit about about Kim. I think he's, like, he's saying, like, you know, he loves himself when he's manic, but he doesn't know if that's, like, the right him to love, you know? I I don't know. I mean, I I, I thought this was, like, the one track 
that was like conceptually actually made the most sense. But then the verse like he rapped was where he lost because like he just talked like I don't even know what he's really saying. Like he said the same thing like, oh, I didn't choose to be no slave, which like, right, you know, you know, it's like kind of hard to overlook him just saying like crazy shit like that. on Yeah. Because and like, you know, he had the standard like now what we think of as Kanye corny ass bars was like. Don't get your tooth chip like Frito Lay, and I'm like, all right, bro. That, I don't, I don't need this right now. That was the one that got you. I mean, he had a lot of corny lines. I need to pull up the uh, yeah. lyrics right now. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do too. From our sponsors, a genius. Thank you, genius. Yeah, rap genius. Yeah, our genius favorite. Going hard. Well, you see, Kanye today tweeted about about. I mean, I guess we'll talk about it later, but he tweeted about Extentacion. Dude, yeah. that was a that was yeah. terrible. Nobody deserves that. Yeah. 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 Out of nowhere. But I mean, I don't know. We'll see we'll see like I think I do think that this this track sets the tone well for the album cuz it is I mean, I think so like have you guys heard the story of how it was created where like he had an album done. He'd worked on for like months. And then the Twitter shit blew up, the Trump shit blew up, and he, like, discarded his whole album and made the whole thing in a week. Yeah. Dude, also... Which is, that's some class, that's some bipolar That whole strategy, right or that whole theory that you, you, you sent me about, um, like, the whole Kanye's, like, mimicking this coyote experiment from, like, the 1930s or whatever. Whoa, whoa, what is you that? You sent that. You, I yeah, sent that? You the put prestige. it in her group text, dude. Dude, I feel like I forget what that I sent this. I didn't. I don't remember sending that. Oh my god! Wow. Well, Remy and I read it. <laughs> but yeah. um, yeah, it was interesting. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I feel yeah, like yeah, this yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, proves yeah. that that in no way was anything he was doing strategic. Like at first, I was like, yeah. "Oh, he's a genius. He's promoting his album." But now, looking back, it's like, nah, he was just he was just like doing his own thing. Yeah, I don't know what that was then. Just. Just coincidence and people Mental like health. overlooking everything. Yeah, I guess it's yeah, maybe. He put up a picture I mean, people, of the book. People read it people read into everything so so much. Like Well, he tweeted a picture of the book about that study or whatever, that thought experiment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Alright, next track. <laughs> I mean, is, it, is there anything else you guys thought about the verse on, on I Thought About Killing You? I, I don't really think there was anything there that I liked I that much. I think the uh, chorus <laughs> is pretty cool. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was interesting. And he did that thing with the uh, modulation with his voice. That was, yeah. like, that's, that's where I kind of got what you're saying, where it's like two different parts, or his two yeah, different I, sides. I, I think that's what he was going for a lot. All right, so the next one is yikes. 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 So did I mean, you guys hear about, um, just talking about the Drake Pusha T thing, how Drake wrote this chorus and was uncredited? Yeah, Wait, but I really? think that's, yeah, that's, I heard the room. I mean, in, in the, in the, like, 
Drake Pusha T beef. Drake dropped a bunch of lines about how like he's written a lot of Kanye shit. For example, like he supposedly wrote "Father Stretch Your Hands." I think. Oh, really? I love that song. I'm trying to. I'll look it up. But like he 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 wrote. He's written a lot of stuff for Kanye. Hmm. So it, it would make sense, dude. If he wrote that's I mean, an dude, iconic I, song. That is. I love that one. Yeah. Let Let's see. I'm gonna look up the exact. It was on the Duppy freestyle, but yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. Like this wasn't this was like the first track. I had some problems with just because of the rapping, but I thought the conceptual stuff was good. This one, I don't know. He did the same thing. Like he, it feels like every song in this album, once at least once, he sticks his foot in his ass. Like <laughs> you know, like but like he was like. Oh, like Russell Simmons want to pray for me. I'm going to pray for him because he got me, me too. Yeah. I, I was love like, that all right, line, bro. <laughs> really? Why do you love that line? I thought it was line? hilarious, man. I thought it was so funny. Just, it's from a just saying somebody <laughs> got me too I thought that was so funny. I mean, that's funny. I'll give you credit. That I was he turned it into dying a laughing. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, man, hopefully nobody in my grad program ever listens to this. But uh, there's a... There's a <laughs> There's a professor, there's a professor at Duke, okay? There's a professor at Duke who's, who's married to this, like, 26-year-old grad student, okay? And this professor's, like, 50. And uh, my first reaction, this is terrible. I feel like I shouldn't say it. It's too late. I was it's like, too late. You're in Duke. Du- my <laughs> first reaction when I found out they got married was I was like, shit, someone got me too and it worked out. <laughs> Insane. Because there's no way that you can consent when, like, one, this dude's your professor and, like, you're marrying him out here. I don't know. But anyway. I, I get what you're saying was funny, but like, you know he's gonna get shit. He got shit for that line. Well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I guess the only thing real from this was like the last outro part of it where he was like, oh, you know, bipolar, being bipolar is a superpower. It's not a disability. Like, but that was like, I thought that was caked up that, like, it almost lost its meaning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it, this was one of those songs where, like, if you didn't have the outro, would you have known this was about, like, for sure about drug addiction? Yeah, mm-hmm. I caught the uh, tweaking off the 2CB huh, line the first time. I, I mean, I think I could have picked up that that was a concept, but, like, I mean, I think this song is definitely about where he talks about being addicted to opioids, but, like, because he, I mean, he he tweeted some shit about it, like, originally being called ecstasy and stuff. Like, you know. This chorus, though, is I, I, ambiguous I, I, as hell. Like, I wouldn't know it's about drugs. No, yeah. that's what, Yeah, like, and I think that's a little bit, I don't know. A little bit of a reflection of like not great writing. Yeah, he could he could have been a little cleaner, but like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a product of him doing the whole thing in a week, or however long that was. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. We got an all mine. Yep. Yeah. I mean, what, this what you, is this is that one that he took that uh, 
dry erase board that he had up in yeah. his room and erased the name All Mine and put Medulla Oblongata. <laughs> so this is a good song. Why he... Yo, let's be clear, though. Kanye, I, I'm confident Kanye only knows one part of the blame, and it's the medulla oblongata, because he's used that shit in a, in a line before. I'm trying to remember what the it's, line it's is. It's a Cuddy line. Um, oh, is it a Cuddy line? It's Oh, no, it's a Kanye line in a Cuddy song. Uh, yeah. Hang on. I know it. It's, uh, it's Make or Say. It's Make or yep, Say. Make That's or what Say. It is. Yeah. In Brain and in like, the Library, because I love college, when you use that medulla oblongata. Oblongata. I feel... Yeah. Co- I feel co- I'm so sure if you ask Kanye to name any other part of the brain, he would not name it. All he knows is Medulla Oblongata. Dude, but also, but what else train. rhymes in a, in a song? Frontal cortex does not really, it's not really ring. Uh, yeah, well, now we, now we, okay, now we used up all three parts of the brain I know, so I'm out. <laughs> I got nothing left. We tried. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't give you anything else. So I thought this song was really, really funny. I thought this is the one about Tristan. Yeah, I thought that whole verse was hysterical. Speaking of which, it was funny. Did you hear that Draymond was using this as like weaponry in the finals against Tristan? And that's what like got him pissed in game one. And because they had they had the fight in like at the end after game four, Tristan went up to shake his hands, and Draymond was like, "Nah." (laughs) Oh, I hate Draymond. Wait, was he quoting this song? I don't understand. Yeah, no, because it came out, like, the night or two before game one. Yeah. And he was, like, poking fun at it or something. And Tristan, Tristan had to have heard this song before. Yeah, I, I bet he... I don't know, I bet he had, dude. Yeah. He's in the family. And he, would, he wouldn't He's shout in out somebody in the crew like that. No, but he would call out Tristan because Tristan cheated on his his whatever sister. But then he sister-in-law. called his sister in law a bitch in like two lines. <laughs> well, we can't take that seriously, dude. He calls Kim a bitch. And yeah, stuff. like I don't think he cares. He also said this. This line did bother me. If you don't ball like him or Kobe, Tristan Thompson does not ball like Kobe. I don't. It know, was man. also. <laughs> it was also a bad reference. Like you're picking the two people who both had like sexual misconduct. Right. Dude, there's a lot more people than like, that that like over time, I mean Oh, of course, but I'm saying like you you picked two choices and you went with the guy who just got caught very publicly cheating on his pregnant wife and the dude who got rape allegations and like had to pay off, you know, some girl. Like I don't know. Yeah, was, that was a weird. <laughs> I just didn't like the comparison number. like like Tristan Thompson's he's a good good rebounder. He's good in the paint, but like you can't say if good you ball paint. like Tristan Thompson or Kobe. Like yeah. yeah, like what what are some basketball players? Oh, you know, like uh George Hill, Tristan Thompson, Kobe Bryant. Like you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, what a crazy line. That'd be like, I don't know, if you rap like Soldier Boy or Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yo, dude, that's like the entire spectrum of quality right there. Can you name some rappers? Oh, you know, Lil Pump, uh, 6 9 Tupac. Lil Pump, 6 9 Tupac. Yeah. It's like, yo, you can't be, you can't be comparing oh those two. Oh, my God. That, that line just really bothered me for that reason. Yeah. I mean, there, there's no question, like... There's some funny lines here, you know, like the <laughs> let me hit it raw, like fuck the outcome. None of us be here without come. <laughs> I laughed at that one. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I had never heard of this. 
whoever Aunt Clemens was, uh, who who did the chorus. But like, I feel like that was one thing that came out of this album is like a few people got oh definitely for sure got some shine, and that's Aunt Clemens might be one. Yeah, I love that he always like finds these smaller artists and gives them a platform. Yeah. yeah. All right, next one. Wouldn't leave. Wouldn't leave. Yeah. I, I think originally this was my first favorite song. Yeah, I really liked it. I mean, the people on it are going to make it good. Like, Ty Dolla Sign, Jeremiah, P&D are all really good. Right. But, I mean, again, like, I think he puts his foot in his ass a bunch of times. <laughs> you know the line I love, though? When he says, when I'm thinking like George Jetson, but sounding like George Jefferson. Yeah. Absolutely. I like the sentimental gentlemental. You like that one? That was that was nice. <laughs> it was a nice little, oh, I little thought it was so corny. <laughs> yeah. It's it's also just like, come on, like are we supposed to believe Kanye's hypersensitive out here? Yeah. Dude's trolling everyone and like <laughs> poop scoop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Scoop did he woop? Scoop did he poop? But I mean, yeah. he dropped, he dropped, he dropped yet another "slavery is a choice" line, which is like, <laughs> my man. They what said, "How yay?" <laughs> yeah, the re- he's like saying it like, "Yeah, they said how yay." How are you so creative? No, they were like, "How yay?" How are you so stupid right now? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think this was like, you know, the song was. I it was... Yeah, the song. I what I liked, he, he is, there's a line somewhere in here where he's like. You told me like don't mess up the money, but I did it anyway. Yeah, she said all she the, said not to guys. do that shit. He told but you you he was gonna fuck the money. Yeah, yeah, there it is. But you didn't want to listen. Absolutely love that. Like that part of the story where he's just like talking to himself, like, yo, like I really related to that where it's like there's this the one thing you can't do and you did it. Like I really like that the way he conveyed that. I mean, I, I like it because it's honest, but there's also a part of me that's a little bit scared with that line. Because, like, what he's saying right there is, like, basically, like, the he's admitting that he did this knowing it was going to mess up his, his brand and he Her didn't brand. care. I guess I would, their brand, yeah. whatever you want. Like, because like, my thought on, like, all this shit was at first, like, he's doing this because... He thinks it's going to get him more money. There's no way he he actually believes it. But, like, if, he's, if he knows, like, he talked to Kim about it, and Kim was like, don't say this shit. We're going to lose so much money. And he still <laughs> yeah. did it. Like, that's got to mean he really believes that. Yeah, man. Yep. I, I don't know. I mean, that's scary. That's This is the same dude who made New Slaves? Yep. Like what changed in well, the past? Well, like, isn't that years. the same point he's making about slavery? That it's not uh, race anymore; it's mental slavery. No, but New Slaves is about how like the the criminal justice system is like mass and mass incarceration is locking up black people, and that's the new form of slavery. And like he's and he's like definitely not saying like slavery is a choice or anything like that in that I song. I have not listened to the words in New Slaves. It turns out. You you gotta I mean, listen you, to the words. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a super woke song, dude. Um, maybe somebody else wrote it. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Well, we can rule out Drake because Drake's never got bars like that in his entire life. No, those are 
Those are bars. What if it was Talib? Yeah. I mean, you do, what ta- does Kwali ghostwrite? I don't know. Him? I thought they were friends. Aren't they friends? They they used to be friends for sure. They made music. Too. Isn't Talib on good? I no, I don't uh, think so. Um, let's see. If he's on good, I'd be surprised. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. Oh, that's label. okay. Moving forward, I'm not sure. To no mistakes, yeah. no mistakes. I, this one's growing on me. I literally think. don't even remember what this sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the one with Cuddy. Yes, but not the and, good uh, one with Cuddy. No, the bad one with Cuddy. Yeah. The, the one with Cuddy and the one guy he always gets on every song. Who Charlie like Wilson. Really... Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. I don't like that one. Uh, I mean, he went after Drake, dude. Yeah, we got this whole Drake situation. Did you guys see the J Prince update? No. Uh-uh. So update? basically, Pusha like pushed back and was like, "Yo, like I don't think he has anything." And then J Prince was like, "All will be revealed with the album or something like that." Wait, J oh. Prince like the J. I don't Prince, know if like he said it or hinted it. No. He was in the headline of the article I read, but like. J Prince, like the like the British rapper. No, dude, the old J Prince, like the dude, uh, <laughs> the dude who got Drake on the phone with Lil Wayne the very first time before he signed. Oh, well, there's a rapper named J Prince who's like super underground <laughs> and from England, and I was like, why is this dude? Getting- <laughs> yeah. Why is he in the middle of this thing? <laughs> Yo, but shout out to J Prince. I mean, people should check him out. <laughs> Man. Thanks to Jay Prince uh, for sponsoring this week's episode. Yep, one yeah, of our many sponsors. <laughs> I mean, this like this episode was, or sorry, I'm this episode. This this song was just, I think, kind of forgettable. He just took shots at Drake, and then Charlie Wilson sang a lot. I don't really know. Yeah, I'm good to forget about it. Yeah, I'm good to move on. Ghost Town. Because right. guess what? In episode one C, we will cover the Drake beef most likely. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, so this, okay. Then I'll this save this quick. article I think, for I think episode one was... C because it's right here. Now I can explain. He didn't tell. I'm just saying now. He didn't tell Jay Prince. He told academics. Oh. Okay. DJ academics, like the yeah. Producer? So Drake talked to academics, and he was like, "Hey, um, I'm not going to release uh, the diss song," and then. Academic says that Drake said at times shit just goes beyond the music and then it goes beyond just music and he said it would go to a point of no return if he escalated it and it would take him to a really dark place. Hmm. And then there was this hint uh, there was this hint that like some of the stuff was like spread out through the album and there would be answers in there to why he didn't respond. Uh, I, I don't know. Tell. Yeah, Drake has a know, damn dude. good PR I mean, we'll, team at the very least because he has two different people who are like, "Yo, Drake hit me up." His response is so good; he cannot put that out. It'll fuck everything up. And like, nobody's true. questioning it. That's not true. I I'm questioning it. I'm There's questioning, no questioning it. Yeah. I'm no so bought in. What? <laughs> How can you buy in after Pusha just literally dragged his lifeless body? Through the I'm entire just, I'm just, world. I'm just, just a Drake fan, man. I'm just I'm on his team. I've always had his back. He's always had mine, you know? Bro, what do you mean Drake's <laughs> 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 
All those lonely nights listening to Marvin's room. That's yeah. the one, man. Are you drunk right now? <laughs> I'm just saying you could do better, Arvin. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, we want to talk some goat. We should, yeah. on Ghost Town, what I'd say is, oh, whatever, 070 Shake, I think that's yeah. how you say it. They, they, they killed it. Like, easily. Yeah, the outro was amazing. You know, she annotated it. So, I can't genius. stop singing. I, I, she's gonna blow up for sure. Her other music is not like this. I haven't listened I tried. to it. I tried. I don't know. Oh, I'll have to, but we'll see. I'm hoping for one I really like because yeah, her, her chorus on that was like the best thing I've heard since the trippy red chorus on that Diplo song, Wish. What a random Diplo reference. Dude, have you heard that song? Also sponsored by Diplo. Thanks, Diplo, for sponsoring episode 1B. <laughs> Did you hear Diplo. that song, though? Trippy Red absolutely nailed it. It was very similar to this one. No, never heard it. That's a deep cut. I got it. I'll peep it. I haven't heard it. I didn't know 070 Shake was on Violet Crimes, too. Yep. I didn't, I didn't know either, but this... But, like... The weird thing is, like, this song was so good, and in an interview, O Seventy O Shake was like, "Yeah, uh, we made this like the day the album dropped." Yeah, her annotations on the page say that they did that, and it almost didn't make the album. Wow. Oof. I mean, this is the best song on the album. What would he have put out easily instead of this track? What else would have been on it? Poop de woop. Just <laughs> put that on as a bonus track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I I don't know I mean but again like like I guess we got something out here like Kanye got took fentanyl uh, but like the his verse is like the most forgettable part of this song in my opinion yeah cause Cuddy kills it 070 O'Shea kills it P&D kills it and like Kanye was like fine like he he rode the beat but like I wasn't I wasn't like, damn, what a verse. Are you on uh, yeah, Violent no, Crimes or are you on Ghost Town? We're talking about Ghost Town. Oh my god, I was on Violent yeah. Crimes already. Oh, dog. How are you on Violent Crimes? I have no idea. How are you on Violent Crimes? We're still talking about this. I'm getting to the Cuddy Chorus. And oh, like, you're still yeah. up there. The Cuddy yeah. Chorus is... That, that chorus... From Cuddy was like that was what I was so excited for uh Kidsy Ghost. I was yeah. so excited. Dude, I yeah, we gotta do Kidsy Ghost next. Okay, so we'll postpone a Drake discussion till one D. Damn. <laughs> or maybe that'll just be episode two. I mean, I think I think I got I think we can do Kidsy Ghost, but I don't like to me it was good, but like I mean, we can get into it, but it was like for me the the push of, push of Drake beef was the biggest thing to happen, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's how I'm feeling. But anyway, all right. I mean, what what else was there on Ghost Town? Would you say we could just all sing the chorus together a bunch of times? That'd be sweet. Go- that was like <laughs> the best. Like, oh, it was so good. I want to be an O seven O Shake yeah. fan so badly. Yeah. 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 
Uh, I mean, all the thing is, I didn't know Francis and the Lights produced a ton of songs on this album. You really like them, huh? I mean, Dude, I, I'm a big fan. I love Francis and the Lights. Yeah, you should. Uh, they have a song called Friends. I think that's the name of it. Friends, yep. Friends is a really good one, and yeah. May I Have This Dance. Those are the May two I have this like, dance. Those are, big those are, ones. Yeah, amazing wow. songs. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, they'll they'll blow up. Plus, the, the lead singer's hair is kind of like mine right now, and I don't <laughs> cut it for like two months. <laughs> All right, we're on to Violent Crimes? Now we're on to Violent Boom. Crimes. All right. I mean, more 070 O Shake. Yeah. Is, is that the. I don't know what it is. Is it 070 Shake or 070? 070. I think Is so. that an area code? I actually don't know. Why don't we link that up? <laughs> well, she's from New Jersey, so it's like. Hmm, I don't know. Let's see. She's part of a collective called 070. Oh. But what? Why? Why 070? Yeah, yo, you're right. It's New Jersey zip code. Zip wow. code. Let, let's be. Re- yeah, let's be real though. Nobody's got that much pride for New Jersey. New Jersey. This is the last three numbers of their zip code. No, it's he meant it. area code. Oh, is it area code? Might be. Wait, what were you <laughs> looking up? Uh, I I don't know. I just I just saw it was named after where they grew up, and I assume it was zip code. <laughs> <laughs> How many numbers are in zip codes? Like six, six, two, five, five, five. You're right, we out here. Somebody put in the the more you know sound right here. Yeah, put that little sound bite in. <laughs> 070 is from the zip codes. So it's just what? <laughs> not no, not the area, not the area codes. No way. So the 070 I think is like the first three digits of all of their uh all of the local zip codes. Aren't aren't but that's aren't like us like... saying 430. Yeah, that's fair. That's why it's though. so no, wack. Saying 430. Yeah. No, no, Columbus is 43 201. Oh, so you, that's why you got to go 430 because 43017. Yeah. So, 43016. Yeah, 430. Oh, oh shit. <clears throat> 614 is better. I like 614. Yeah. What's does anybody does anybody rep 614? I want to get like... a tattooed. There you go. For yeah, real? Got to pride. What's the one under your arm? Any you don't want to, would you do Instagram. with me? I mean, I'm maybe. I don't know if I have enough pride in Dublin to do it. <laughs> Dude, you had your formative years of your life there. But I feel like my formative years, I fucked up, and then I realized after <laughs> no, I no, left. No, the formative like, oh, for shit. a reason is because you fuck up. That's the point, right? No. Okay. Our formative years included skipping out on summer gym to go to the mall at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow getting in trouble. <laughs> and we met William Buford. <laughs> oh, God. The days, bro. <laughs> but I, I I don't know. It's like, like I mean, I guess like Partha might know a little better than Revy because you you far away also. But like when people ask you about Dublin, are you out here like, dude? Like it was I'm repping six one four, bro. Are you repping? It's like are you repping Dublin or like Columbus, Columbus as a whole, as a whole. Like central yeah, central Ohio? It's like that's what I figured. It's like but the, LeBron reps Cleveland. Yeah. He he reps Akron. You know what I mean? Like I. I do. I rep Cleveland. 
Yeah, I don't know. I rep that more than I do. I rep Columbus, Columbus. man. CMH614. CMH. I mean, dude, here's what I'm Just saying. Good three it's like, when, when, I, when I tell people, like, I'm from Dublin, Ohio, the two things that I first think of are, one, Irish Festival, which is just a lot of people drinking green beer, and two, <laughs> the field of concrete corn that is our well, part. Well, I, I tell people, yeah, me too. I tell people about, uh, that I'm from Columbus, not from Dublin. See, but that's not, how are you going to get that pride out of here if you're not even saying bus, bro. He's going to put a shamrock on his back. <laughs> Please It's don't. hard to be like a Dublin fan. You would have had to golf. Yeah, because yeah. what the fuck else is there to be proud of? It's just, it's just a suburb. But Columbus is where we're from. I mean, I heard, I heard is this true that R. Kelly was going to come perform in Dublin like two years ago? And they said, nah. I, I'd believe it. Jeez, <laughs> that's like, hilarious. The, the, parent, the parents were like, we don't want any, we don't want this Nothing sinner coming to, do with to our this town. Man. <laughs> Send him away. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that took us far astray. Are we done? Yeah, are we so done violent like crimes. This? We already talked about violent crimes before we even started talking about the first track. You're right. I mean, uh, oh, yeah, you're right. We talked about this first. I mean, yeah, I said my thoughts on it. I mean, I don't know. It's like, think about it this way. The last track Kanye did with Nikki, I think, was... Monster. Was on my... Yeah. Monster and the intro on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh, I love that one. Those two songs are so much better than this song, even though this song is good. Right? Like, would you disagree with that? Yes. Oh, easily. It's like, no matter how good you think this album is, it's, it's not what Kanye used to be. Yeah. And I think that's kind of sad, because like, you know, are we going to think of the next Kanye album like we thought of this Nas album where it was basically just like a Well, meme? you know what, man? <laughs> I didn't even hear, like, I listened to the Nas album, but I just, like, I didn't get a lot out of it. But. Yeah, that's kind of where it's at. Dude, I wonder what the album was that Charlemagne heard that he got rid of. Yo, did Charlemagne listen the to The OG it? album, yeah. What did Charlemagne say? Let's see. I mean, it's also like, why does Ye, why does Ye trust Charlemagne so much and nobody else? Because, <laughs> like, Kanye's blowing up on everybody, but he sits down and talks with Charlemagne for, like, two hours. So, this was in April that Charlemagne listened to it. But there's an interview that came out where he said he heard a completely different Kanye album because he did an interview right after... Um, Right after he had heard it, where he said he thought Ye was like super socially conscious and all of this stuff. <laughs> that was not this album. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was just bullshitting. I don't know. It was definitely interesting. I love that just he did the not, damage control recently. You have to yeah. put out, like, this is not what I heard. <laughs> hey, good thing, too. Just throw him right under the bus. But... <laughs> yeah, he's like, nah, this is exactly what I had the yeah, whole you're time. you're, like, supposed friend who, like, you're like, yeah, he talked to me about his meds and everything. Oh, no, that's not what I heard. 
Now y'all don't like that? No, that's not what I heard either. Yeah. So what are we, are, do we have a rating system? Did we do that? We're going to no. now. <laughs> What's the scale? I mean, you want to say out of 10 or out of like five stars? How about out of 10 stars? Out of 10 okay. stars. Oof. Out of, All right. Man. You want to you break it down by categories? Do you want some categories? or You, just you got want categories? Like, like three stars go to production. Three stars go to lyrics. I don't know. And then I mean no, that makes sense. And you can do like you know, the rest can be just overall like cohesion, like vibe. Let's do that. Yeah. Alright. So everybody think in your head real quick. Yeah. I Let's mean I'm gonna have to go into some half stars here. Yeah, no, do it. That's for sure. So okay. out of production, it's a three star category. What are yeah. you giving it, Arvin? I mean I'd I'd give it a two and a half. It was a well produced album. Like yeah. And that's what Kanye does best. Like, it wasn't perfect. And, like, you can tell it's kind of done in a week because, like, there are times where, like, I don't feel like he... Like, the voicemail sounded weird as shit to me. There are times when he does, like, the echoey thing, which maybe it's for, like, his... Oh, uh, this is the two sides of being bipolar. But, like, uh, overall, it was good. So I'd give it two and a half on production. Part yeah, of I'm on the same page. Also, pretty amazing that if this is what he does in a week, like, he did seven ridiculously well-produced tracks in a week that were all pretty unique. Yeah, he, they were well-produced, yeah. yeah. That was cool. Yeah, I, I think I gotta go with two and a half stars, too. I think I think it earns a perfect three, especially, uh, uh, just to bring it up, Violent Crimes, that intro into the chorus, there's that, yeah. like, four-second break where it's, like, anticipation, and then it just... yeah. Don't you grow up in a hurt? And like yeah, the way that hits yeah. is so yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And 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 he he used like I I think it was on that same track. He has like organs. You know. Yes. Yep. Like dude, he pulled out a lot yeah. of good stuff. No, it's like a it's like a church vibe. It's so cool. But then again, he puts that uh, voicemail at the end. So I'm gonna drop it down to a two and a half stars. That's what I'm saying. Like there's just <laughs> moments where like I feel like if he had like five more people listen to it, they'd have been like, dude, or like that out. two more days <laughs> to finish it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. All right. So lyrics then that will also make that a three star category. So Oof. okay, Arvin, you can lead it off again. I mean, I, I'm going one star. I thought it was bad lyrically. I thought, uh, like, the thing is, like, he has some moments, but like overall, he's mostly just being like, "Hey, I'm Kanye. I'm crazy, and it don't matter what I do because I'm crazy." <laughs> there you go. I'll give it one and a half. Partha, do you concur? Yeah, hard one and a half. Because I thought it was like... A hard one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> what? Go for it. No, it's no, just, no, explain. Well, it's it's just, just like... It was... Everything rhymed, for the most part. <laughs> and it was honest. It was the lowest possible honest, bar you, know? you could set. <laughs> yep. So if he didn't rhyme, then he'd have a zero. Well, it's really hard for me to go below one and a half, because like... It's still better than I would do. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be real, dude. I think you could write lyrics. I, I really think, like, there's there's an ability he has to be honest, that, like, super transparent about what he's feeling that is unique. So even if the words are corny, he's able to be, like, super authentic to himself, which I I, I respect that. Even if I don't like it all the time, I respect his ability to be really, like, unclogged and expressing his emotions 
I mean, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I can't deny that. Yeah. I think I'd probably hover around one and a half to closer to one, but I think that I think you're right in the same idea that yes, it's corny, but like some of it does mean some stuff and it's it's actually kind of decent, but yeah. there's a few lines that just kind of tank it down that you're like, uh, <laughs> for sure. Some real groaners. All right, so we got out of six stars now, that's total. So we got a four star category, and I think we could just loop this in as like, like you were saying, Arvin cohesiveness, but like also, I don't know, you can factor in album art, uh, just how it like fit socially, yeah. like as as it was released, like I don't yeah. know, just overall. Man, that's hard. I I would go like two and a half out of four, because uh, like like we talked about, there was. It's weird to say on a seven-track album there was filler, but, like, I think there was filler on a seven-track album. <laughs> and, like, you know, I wish he'd stuck more with the the theme of, like, like a great album that does duality of, of man really well is Blonde by Frank Ocean. Oh, where he, yeah. like, he's talking so much about, like, sexuality and, like, gender and he uses like multiple layers of voice and stuff. And it like, it's throughout the album. Like it, it's a thread that runs throughout everything. And like that just wasn't there consistently in this album. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll say what you will about if you like Kanye, he promoted his album pretty well. Cause he got a ton of attention. For oh him. yeah. So, like give him credit. I also love if the only uh, he hadn't said bonfire situation. The bonfire what? he did to launch it. Oh yeah, oh, that in cool. Wyoming. Yeah, it I love that he's too. doing these parties in. Yeah, he did one for Nas. Yeah, too. that was that was really great. Hmm. So wait, wait, what was your what was your star total there, Arvind? Two and a half out of four. Two and a half out of four. All I'm right. at a two and Arvind? a half as well for the same reasons. That's pretty solid. I think I don't know. I really like the color of, uh the text on the album art and I really like the picture on the album art. So that's the really knows, he just took that on his phone from the cabin they were staying at. Oh, I'm sure he did. Because <laughs> I, I saw the thing. What he he paid how much for the Daytona like eighty album art? I don't know. I don't know. Eighty thousand. Yeah. Jesus and they were Christ. like, yeah, his cost like two dollars. <laughs> I mean I all all we can say is it's for sure better than his original proposed album art, which was like the picture of the therapist who killed his mom. Yeah, oh, yeah. what? See, whatever the hell happened to that? <laughs> I don't know, dude. See, it's like it's so hard to keep track of the crazy things he's dude. Um, yeah, because and that's the thing—he could just say that stuff, and then we kind of forget about it. That's like Trump too, man. Like they, you set that's the bar saying, so yeah. far that whenever you're like, like it, it makes it so even when you're like a little bit like out there we're like oh it's relaxing mm-hmm. like trump separating immigrant families well like at least he's not colluding with russia on that like that's where we're at right <laughs> that's fair yeah so i don't know i i probably give it an overall like two stars it it just like it didn't hit it hit yeah. as like an album but like it it's already kind of like falling off but I don't know. I like it. I like it a it lot. Felt I listen really, to really fast. I at least listen to Violent Crimes and uh, Ghost Towns. I throw that on my playlist. But I don't know. I guess it's just like to me, 
he's I feel like Kanye's reaching the stage where it's like you you wanna you wanna listen to his stuff because you worry there's not anything left, not because you're like, I can't wait to see what this is. Right. Like I was a little scared when I listened to this album. You know, because I was uh, like I thought I started I, that first track and I was like, oh dear. Cause I, I love him and like you know, he's I always think he's gonna be one of the most influential musicians ever, but like it's clear something's up and like you have to work it's sad to see the descent, you know? Because, yep. like, I feel like you guys are in the same boat as me. Like, we've been fighting to defend Kanye for years and years and years. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Dude, I, that's and, what I was doing this past, like, two months. And, like, <laughs> with the... Oh, I had to tell people that, like, hey, that Poopty Scoop stuff, just wait. Just wait till June 1st when that album drops. <laughs> right, it'll and it's, sense. like... It'll it sucks to have sense. to defend him all the time. I'm not oh, kidding. I literally said that. Remy's, Remy's like putting shit. the webs together on his wall. <laughs> Remy's, yeah, Remy's got a guys. bunch of photos of Kanye. He's got a bunch of post-it notes and strings, and just yarn. <laughs> yeah, strings, little coyote. He's got oh, just man. maps. He pulls, keeps pulling down the screen, just maps with like X's and pins everywhere. Newspaper <laughs> yeah. With a big circle things. over Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> Montana, whatever. Yeah. But it's like this album just gave so much, and like the way he's acted just gives so much ammo to the crowd of like, you know, Kanye's like just an asshole. Yeah, yep, yeah, it and, really does. And, and it sucks because like people for, like forget like this dude made super influential, meaningful, conscious music that like you know there's no Kendrick without Kanye, right? And like you know it sucks to see him descend like this. Yeah, I agree. Not that this album is terrible, it's just, like, who he's becoming. Yeah. Yeah, I think he ended up just in a tough situation for him mentally. Just, like, to go through all this. Because, I mean, there was, like, a clear point where, like, like, that Dave Chappelle interview, have you guys seen it, where he talks about how everyone calls people in Hollywood crazy? He's like, they're not crazy, these are strong people. Like, there's something going on when that many people are having mental breaks. So like, so what, what, what do you think? I think it's just the pressure of being in Hollywood, like just the pressure of like everywhere you go, people are watching and you're the only place your rep can go is down all the time. So I feel like it would make anybody really lose it, especially Kanye has been there but for I feel 15 like, years, dude, yeah. at his peak. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where I feel like the Chappelle Kanye comparison is a beautiful one because the way Chappelle handled it. Like, people got pissed, but I think he came out so much yeah, better. But like, because, like, he walked away from it and, like, came back and he just released what I think were two brilliant yeah. specials. But, you know, Ye couldn't do that because he had to keep growing, right? Because Chappelle, like, he was at a decent high, but he gave up a ton of money in his life. Yeah, he did. And, like, did. Kanye, if he had done that, would never have been able to do a shoe line now. Would never have been able to do, like, really most of the things he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like every step of greatness you take, like especially with all the social media and everything, it's like every single one of those steps puts you more at risk of like losing it. And like Kanye was already yeah. a pretty sensitive person before. So like when all of a sudden on Twitter, everyone who hates on him can hate right to his face, I'm sure that would like that's a lot. Yeah, it is for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, how long does Twitter go out? He deleted that 
like a year and a half ago and then it just popped up well and the like crazy a, thing is that only that only happened halfway through his career twitter didn't exist when kanye popped off social right. media didn't no, I mean, dude, Kanye's, Kanye's kind of old. He's 41, yeah. you know? He like, popped off not, in, like, 02. He's not. Yeah, man, that's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. But, all right, so we want to wrap this one up and then... Yeah, let's call that the end of, of episode 1B. All right, what's our sign-off? I already forgot. Yo, this was a <laughs> long-ass episode, guys. God damn. An hour, yeah. Dude, we can talk about Kanye forever. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot there. Okay. How do we sign off? I don't know. Till next time. Rap chat. Wrap up. Rap chat? <laughs> rap still chat. promoting rap. our old name. <laughs> rap chat. Rap chat. Wrap up. The wrap up. Yeah, the wrap up for the rap chat. Yeah. I'm Remy. You got Arvin and Partha. And we're, we're going to just talk about music. So, And other <laughs> things, obviously. A lot of other things. Yeah. So, all right. See you next episode.